LGBTQ Investigators podcast. We will talk about one of the most culturally transformative movements fighting for freedom to love. Today we are here with Alexia, Mickey, Martin, and me as your host, Michaela. Hi, I'm Alexia, and I will be discussing our first topic. The LGBTQ community has been discriminated against and hidden from history since the dawn of time, leading to today's current issues of how to address the community and how to respect them. Some issues that the LGBT community faces are the prohibition of parenting between two gay people, people trying to implement the gay conversion therapy, and more. One of the main issues that the LGBTQ community faces is discrimination. 29 states lack anti-discrimination laws that include sexual orientation or gender identity, and there is no federal law protecting access to employment, housing, and public accommodation like hotels or restaurants for LGBT people. In fact, some of the new state bills explicitly restrict public accommodation, particularly those who are transgender. Another issue that this community faces are hate crimes against LGBT individuals, which are still shockingly prevalent across the country. There has been an epidemic of violent crime against transgender individuals, particularly trans women of color. I'm Martyr, and we will now be moving on to talk about others' experiences and thoughts on how the community should be treated. We will be interviewing Sarah, who is a 39-year-old transgender female who travels around the world for her job, experiencing social interactions in different places. We will be asking her about her views on the LGBTQ plus community and how she feels about the LGBTQ and how they are treated by society. Okay, so how do you view the LGBTQ plus community and do you identify as like, you know, um, well, are you part of the community? Because some people don't really identify as part of it, but they do sort of support it? I think, I think it's, it's a tough question. Um, how do I view it and, and am I a part of it? I think that yes, I'm a part of it. And also no, I'm not a part of it in certain ways as well. Um, I think yes, I am definitely, I definitely identify as LGBTQ+, right? I, doing being trans, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm part of something bigger when I think about the community as a whole. Sarah goes on to explain how she feels as if she is not a part of the group because of how members inside of the LGBTQ plus community exclude the trans part of the community, explaining how she feels as if uh, TERFs or trans exclusionary feminists or cis white males exclude the trans part of the community. They don't necessarily feel like trans people belong with LGB. I think that the T is different. Um, even though we're all marginalized communities, I think that we all belong together as strength in numbers. I view the community as loving and accepting, except when they're not. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like it can certainly be if you don't match what some people might think uh, you need to be, it can definitely be a very, it can be very isolating. 
especially even in the trans community, there's this this idea of you're not trans enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think sometimes the community can be very fractured along those lines and along beliefs like that. But I do feel like the majority of people are loving and accepting and caring. How do you view the opposite side of how how certain people react to it, such as like you know a religious person or how they how they view it? Like how do you react to the people who say oh they shouldn't exist or any of that? Like how do you deal with it? Like the opposing side, basically. Um, you know I've really grown a lot in that aspect because. I used to really struggle with being misgendered, and you know, my voice definitely presents as male. And so I'm very visibly trans, mm-hmm. so I get, and I'm also six foot one, I'm a big person, and I'm not the most feminine person in the world. And it took me a long time to accept myself in that aspect, and so I think that as I've accepted myself more and more, I'm willing to let things go from the outsider's perspective. So, you know, I live in a very red state, where, you know, I live, especially where I live, I live right on the border of Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. Sarah explains her experiences in Ohio, a generally red state, she claims, and the discrimination that she's um, encountered. In Indiana, there's a lot of racism. You know, there's, I, I find myself holding it rather than going to the bathroom because I just don't want to deal with coming out and having a gun in my face. Uh-huh. You know, and that's, that's, like a, that's like a real possibility, you know, every day of my life when I'm, when I'm in those type of environments. I think that the, the cishet, which is, you know, cisgender heterosexual, mm-hmm. I think that community is more tolerant, and in, in some ways accepting, but I would say tolerant of uh, the LGB community more than the T community. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that's fueled by the media and by the sensationalism of the bathroom issues. Um, you know, when when gay rights were first coming up and in the 80s, you know, it was the bathroom predator myth there as well. You know, like gay men were going to be in the bathroom preying on on young boys, which we all know is not true. I would say overall society is more tolerant than accepting of the LGBT, LGBT community in general. And once again, I think your generation is changing that draft. Uh, have you ever experienced any forms of, you know, discrimination or any sort of like smallest like hint of dislike or hate or some sort of sort of thing like that? Have you ever experienced any of that? Yeah, sure. I definitely have. Um, so I'll give you a couple of examples. Uh, you know, I'm I'm also once again I'm a big person, so it's you know, being 6'1 and, and over 200 pounds, like, and I also am tattooed, so I don't necessarily look like I'm going to take someone's shit talking, right? So mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of people harassing me, like, on the street or saying stuff or trying to bully me because they probably think that I would, you know, come right back at them. Do you feel, like, at all targeted, like, um, by any, like, uh, religion or any of that? Do you feel like someone's trying to, like, push you over at, at any moment or something like that? Uh, I always feel like any type of Christian, like evangelicals or Catholics, and I'm always being, they're always bullies, I feel like, you know, they're, they're very rarely, there's some, I don't get me wrong, I don't want to like strike, put broad strokes against Christianity, because there are really kind Christians, um, you know, I've, I've met several, I've interacted with 
several. You know, the, I one of the centers that I helped um, open is actually in the bottom of the church. Uh, now, the, the space in the bottom of the church is, is a, a secular space, so there's no like religious anything down there, mm-hmm. and no one's ever forced. I mean, no one ever forces any type of religion on anyone. Um, you know, they're just very welcome and opening, open and loving. And they're a good church, and there's several of them around. And there's, depending on where you are in the country, people are different. Like, it's just, it's so much different on the coast than it is in the middle. And it's so much different in a city than it is in the rural areas due to, like, education level and experience level and Uh interaction level. Um, But I definitely feel very targeted by Christianity as a whole. and I will be introducing topic three. People think that the LGBTQ community has enough acceptance in society and that they don't need any more rights because they believe that they are well-treated enough. We can see that anti-LGBT organization and ideology is the opposition of, to their rights. Most of the time through the relationship between religion and the LGBTQ community, some LGBTQ members are religious, feeling no freedom to express their feelings because they are afraid that they are not going to be accepted by the religious community because of their beliefs over the LGBT community. My name is Mickey and I will interview my father who is a strong religious man and is associated with the Catholic Church. What he does is he is part of an organization called the Knights of Columbus. And this is a Catholic organization dedicated to promoting and conducting educational and charitable religious and social welfare works, which render mutual aid and assistance to the sick and needy. Just a reminder, what you will be listening to is a pre-recording of the interview. Now I'll be interviewing my uncle who is also religious and holds his opinions towards the LGBTQ. He was raised in an aura where the LGBTQ was not relevant yet. But based on what he learned, it wasn't normal at the time. Just a reminder, this interview is also pre-recorded. How would you describe the LGBTQ? How would you describe them? Yeah, how would you describe it? Um, I really don't know too much about it, but uh, I describe it as uh, they're moving faster than other, other groups. As a Catholic and being part of the church, how do you feel about the LGBTQ? Well, I can't hate them, and I, I have to pray for them. Because I believe, I believe only in man and woman. Uh, can you explain your answer? Explain my answer how? Like, can you explain? It, my beliefs. My beliefs tells me that I cannot hate them. And they, it tells me, my, my truth, my beliefs tells me that it's only man and woman, Adam and Eve. Okay. Do you dislike people who are LGBTQ? I really don't know them, but uh, I don't dislike them. Alright. Do you believe that the LGBTQ community is being discriminated? I think brown people and Asian people are discriminated more against. I think LGB are moving up faster than anybody else. Okay. Uh, can you explain your answer? Um, because you're gonna, you might have a president that's gonna be LGB. And uh, there, there's, there still hasn't been a Hispanic president yet. 
Okay. Well, thank you for answering um, those questions. You're welcome. From both the interviews you have heard, they both share the same opinion, especially on if the LGBTQ are discriminated, as they both answer that minorities like race are more discriminated than the LGBTQ. Not only this, but they have also shared about their faith and similar ideals. The only difference is one is more aware of the LGBTQ, as the other is not. Based on my father's interview, he is more direct, as the other changes the subject not related to LGBTQ. All in all, this have given us that religious people don't necessarily despise the LGBTQ people, but feel uncomfortable and do not quite understand it. I'm Michaela. Thank you for joining us on our podcast, The LGBTQ Investigators. On the next show, we will be investigating members of the LGBTQ community on how they support members of the community and if the community does enough to support LGBTQ people. Have a nice day and see you next time.